ओम अज्ञान तिरंधस्य ज्ञानाजन शलाकया चक्षुन्मील येन तस्म श्रीगुरव नम नमः ओम विष्णुपदाय कृष्णक्लिष्टा भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिवेदस्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सरस्वतीदेव पौर्वाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषुन्नवादी पाश्चातारिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्रीअदाधर श्रीवासदिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण सो वी आर ऑन चैप्टर नंबर वन टेक्स्ट फोर्टीन so can we recite few verses before we begin yes, just yes. like last time all yeah. right yeah. okay text 14 tatah shweter hayer yukte tatah shweter hayer yukte mahati syandane sthitau mahati syandane sthitau madhavah pandavaschaiva धनंजय अनंतजय राजुत्रो युधिष्ठि शिखंडी च महारथः द्रुपदो द्रौपदेयश पृथ्वीपते सघोषोधाष्ट्रा हृदय तुमुलोभ्युनादयन 
धनुर्द्यम्य पांडव क्वेश्चन out of great concern anxiety that what did my sons and the sons of pandu do in the holy place of pilgrimage after they gathered gathered for the battle and we discussed the reasons behind his anxiety and then we uh, the camera shifted to the battlefield where we saw the same scene where duryodhana is an anxiety despite having the more powerful warriors a bigger army and the main reason is that both are sinful because they have wronged the pandavas and anybody who hurts others who harms others who is envious of others can never live in peace even if he has the whole world at his feet so the important thing is to live a life of uh, righteousness as there is a saying dharma eva hato hanti dharmo rakshati rakshitah that if you follow dharma dharma will protect you if dharma if you destroy dharma dharma will destroy you it's just like uh, the police if you follow the guidelines of the police police will be very favorable protect you in an ideal situation and if you uh, commit crimes go against the will of the government against the rules of the police then the same police will punish you also so now sanjay he is a great soul and great souls are kind to even the wrong doers they are compassionate they try to rectify their wrong mentality so sanjay is a very noble soul so he cannot tell this directly to the king that oh king do not fight your sons are sinful they will be vanquished in this battle so indirectly he tries to indicate to dhritarashtra uh, to somehow uh, to convince him to pass an order to avoid this war avoid this battle because the whole dynasty would be destroyed otherwise and therefore in text number 14 through 20 he mentions five signs which clearly indicated from the beginning itself that the pandavas would come out victorious in this battle so therefore there was no use fighting it fighting it and therefore in the first verse itself 14th verse after the conchals have been blown by both uh, by bhishma and the kauravas other kauravas in the first verse itself sanjay has mentioned three signs indicative of pandavas victory and uh, if you see the translation clearly it says uh, on the other side sanjay is telling dhritarashtra both lord krishna and arjuna after explaining after explaining 
about Duryodhana's anxiety. He said, what, what's happening on the other side? Because that was a question. The question was, what did my sons and the sons of Pandu do? So what did Dhritarashtra's son do that has been described in the first 13 verses? And what the Pandavas did, the sons of Pandu did, that has been described in the rest of the Gita? So Sanjay did not want to talk much about the Kauravas, the, the other party. He spoke in uh, at length about the activities of the sons of Pandu. So he says, on the other side, both Lord Krishna and Arjuna, stationed on a great chariot drawn by white horses, sounded their transcendental conscience. Three signs. Uh, can you uh, figure out which, what are the three signs indicated here, which are indicating Pandava's victory right from the beginning? In this one uh, if you compare it to what Sanjay was talking about the Kauravas, there are three things he has mentioned. In fact, four. Four signs in this itself. You see, he has used, used some adjectives, some powerful words. Great chariot, uh, you know, drawn by white horses. Yeah, that is one. And Divya uh, Shankha. Yeah, transcendental conscience. Yes, transcendental conscience. What else? And Madhav, Krishna, only Lakshmipati. Yeah, Madhav, yes. And Krishna. Yeah, so the first sign itself is that Krishna is present on Pandava's side. On the other side, both Lord Krishna and Arjuna. So first he mentioned Krishna's name. That is good enough to let Dhritarashtra know. So even though Krishna had made a promise that he would not lift any weapons, he would not fight, he would simply be a chariot driver, but he's trying to indicate that even if he seems to be doing nothing, he will. he's the one who will do everything in the end. Because Krishna is present on Pandava's side, they will never ever be defeated. There is a saying that if you have God on your side, it doesn't matter who is on the other side. Therefore, uh, Pandava's victory is assured. Then Krishna has been addressed here as not just Krishna. You see, for Arjuna and Krishna, different names have been used in the Gita. And uh, each name carries a lot of significance, a particular emotion behind it. So here Krishna has been addressed not as Krishna but as Madhava. And Madhava means the husband of goddess of fortune, uh, which is Lakshmi. Lakshmi has three aspects, Mahalakshmi, Dhanalakshmi, Bhagya Lakshmi. So here he is specially referring to goddess of fortune. Lakshmi is known as goddess of fortune in the scriptures. So And she follows her husband wherever he goes. And because Krishna is present on Pandava's side, Sanjay is trying to indicate all good fortune is also with them. Because they will receive the merciful glance of Goddess Lakshmi. Thirdly, the chariot on which Arjuna was seated has been described as great chariot. Mahati Syandhanestitu. Because this chariot was given to Arjuna by Agnidev. And this chariot carried a benediction that wherever this chariot was drawn within the three worlds, 
the person seated on this chariot would always come out victorious he could never be defeated so it was like a match fixed since arjuna was seated so it was fixed that they would win third sign and the fourth sign is you see when the kauravas blew their conchels just mentioned in one verse they blew their conchels after bhishma blew his but here it is specially described that the pandavas blew their conchels but they were transcendental conchels they were not ordinary they were divya so trying to indicate that even the conchels that the pandavas have they are not ordinary so you have to understand what other uh, transcendental things might be in their possessions even the so called ordinary thing such as conchel is not ordinary with them so you can imagine the kind of blessings that they are carrying with them and now he describes what kind of conchels they have so we have to uh, see the use of words that that are being uh, that is being made by sanjay and that is the uh, beauty of sanskrit without talking about something in particular just by the usage of words you can indicate a lot of things so he is describing the conchels now he says lord krishna blew his conchel called panchajanya names bhi hain arjuna blew his the devadatta which was given to him by the devatas and bhima when he comes to bhima specially he uses many adjectives for arjuna and krishna he just uses the names of the conchels but when it comes to bhima you know why because dhritarashtra knew very well that if his sons would die at all it would be at the hands of bhima only from his childhood he had seen bhima's power and he was very 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 scared of bhima and just to scare him more he uses such words that as the voracious eater and performer of herculean tasks blew his terrific conchel called pondra look at the uh, type of words he has used the voracious eater yes bhima was a voracious eater he had big appetite and when they were living in exile whatever the pandavas would gather as bhiksha as arms it is described in mahabharat so there were seven of them five pandavas then draupadi um and uh, kunti this is before the exile earlier also they were sent into exile by uh, or they they were there was an attempt to burn them alive but they escaped so that's that's the time when they were living they married draupadi and they had to beg even during exile so whatever was uh, brought in bhiksha it was divided into two parts so one part would be eaten by arjun yudhishthir nakul sahadev and draupadi combined five of them would eat one part and the other half would be eaten by bhima do hisson mein divide kiya jata tha jo bhi wo khana ikattha karke laate the aur ek hissa baaki panch log baantte the ek hissa keval bhim ke liye there's a kind of appetite he had now voracious eater se sanjay is trying to indicate that he will eat up your entire army all your 100 children he is voracious eater and he is not just a voracious eater he is also a performer of herculean tasks bade bade kaam karne mein mahir hai he blew his terrific conchel called pondra now why is this conchel which uh, 
बी माइज गोनू ग्लो इज कॉल्ड टेरिफिक ये आगे आएगा वर्सेस में एंड युधिष्ठिर द सन ऑफ कुंती ब्लू हिज कॉन्शल द अनंत विजय विच मीन्स एंडलेस विक्ट्री सो विद द यूसेज ऑफ दिस पर्टिकुलर वर्ड्स इज ट्राइंग टू क्रिएट फियर इन धृतराष्ट्रस हार्ट एंड नकुल एंड सहदेव ब्लू द सुघोष सुघोष मीन ऑस्पिशियस साउंड एंड मणि पुष्पक विच इज मेड ऑफ पर्ल्स एंड शेप लाइक अ फ्लावर दैट ग्रेट आर्चर द किंग ऑफ काशी द ग्रेट फाइटर शिखंडी दृष्टधुम्न विराट एंड द अनकॉन्करेबल सी इवन फॉर द अदर वॉरियर्स ही इज यूजिंग सच वर्ड्स जस्ट टू क्रिएट फियर इंद्रितराष्ट्र साठ वैन ही मैंशन अबाउट कॉर्बॉज ब्लोइंग देअर कॉन्शियल नथिंग सच नन ऑफ दीज थिंग्स आर मैंशनड सिंपली दे ब्लू नो नेम्स आर ऑल्सो मैंशन बट हेयर द ग्रेट किंग ऑफ काशी द ग्रेट फाइटर शिखंडी द अनकॉन्करेबल सातकी द्रुपद द सन्स ऑफ द्रौपदी एंड अदर्स ओ किंग सच एज द माइटी आर्म्ड सन ऑफ सुभद्रा ऑल ब्लू देयर रिस्पेक्टिव कॉन्शियल्स तो डरा रहा है माइटी आर्म्ड सन ऑफ सुभद्रा हु वॉज ही सुभद्राज सन पावरफुल सन अभिमन्यु यस सो इस तरह से डरा दिया उनको पूरी तरह से एटलीस्ट इज ट्राइंग हिज बेस्ट सो दिस होल वॉर कुड बी अवॉइडेड and then what did the blowing of these conchels do that's why they have been described as transcendental and special the blowing of these different conchels became uproarious vibrating both in the sky and on the earth it shattered the hearts of the sons of dhritarashtra now conchel is a symbol of auspiciousness the sound of the conchel is very very soothing and very pleasing to the heart pleasing to the ears right and conchels are the sound of the conchel is supposed to drive away all kind of negative energy like if you see some in some places if there is uh, some some places where which are haunted sometimes what people do is they blow the conchels and that just takes care of everything conchels have that power and conchel conchel is also found found in the hands of the uh, lord uh, lord vishnu so when the pandavas blew their conchel it shattered the hearts of the kauravas it it, it in, instilled fear in their hearts but no such occurrence is mentioned when it when the kauravas blew their conchel on pandava's side so this was also indicative of some imminent danger that was coming into their life like sometimes you will have signs which are indicating ki us bura hone wala hai right sometimes we get in our heart suddenly we start feeling uh, i don't know why i'm feeling suddenly so fearful so low so these are clear indications of some imminent danger or something inauspicious about to happen that was indicated by sanjay to dhritarashtra you see conchel is supposed to instill fear sorry happiness and uh, Uh, auspiciousness in a person's life but here it is instilling fear that means something wrong is about to take place so you better uh, call your army back and maybe you can avoid this war and now the fifth sign at that time the son of pandu seated in the chariot bearing the flag marked with hanuman took up his bow and prepared to shoot his arrows Oking after looking at the sons of Dhritarashtra drawn in military array 
Arjuna then spoke to Lord Krishna these words. Can you find out the fifth sign mentioned here in the in the twentieth verse? Is it like the chariot bearing the flag marked with Hanuman? Yes, Hanuman's presence. Because before the battle, when the Pandavas were living in exile, Bhima had met Arjuna. It's a long episode, and. Uh, Bhima was so enchanted by Hanuman's power. He knew about Hanuman, and then he had requested Hanuman to show him the same form that he had taken to jump to Lanka. It was a huge, gigantic form. When Bhima saw this, he was in ecstasy. He requested Hanuman, "Why don't you join us in this great battle, which will take place in future?" So Hanuman ji had said that, "I am very old now. I don't fight. I've kind of taken sannyas. But what I'll do is." I will station myself on the chariot flag of Arjuna, and whenever you would roar, whenever you would make any sound, I would also join in. And with our roar, we would just instill fear in the hearts of the uh, opposite army. And then, if you read Mahabharat, many times Bhima would simply roar, and so many elephants and the horses and the soldiers would fall down dead just by that sound. It was so scary, so dangerous. So Hanuman ji was present on Arjuna's chariot now. In the previous incarnation, as Ram and Hanuman both had cooperated to destroy a mighty demon called Ravan. So who were these Duryodhan and others in front of Ravan? So if they could be easily destroyed, now also destruction was destined because both Hanuman and Ram were again present together on Pandava's side. Hanuman was present. On Arjuna's chariots. These are the five signs indicated, uh, which, which which indicated Pandava's victory, uh, Krishna's presence, goddess of fortune's presence, the great chariot, the transcendental conscious, and Hanuman's presence. And now everything is set. Uh, the conscious have been blown, but if you have watched Mahabharata or Ramayana, after the conscious are blown, what is the next next thing that happens? the war begins the war should begin and uh, but suddenly there is a problem everything is set the consuls have been blown both the armies and uh, they're facing each other and look at what happens uh, we'll recite few verses arjuna uvacha arjuna uvacha senayor bhayor madhye रथम स्थापय में अच्युता रथम स्थापय Asmin Rana Asmin Rana Samudhyame Arjuna said, O infallible one, please draw my chariot with, between the two armies so that I may see those present here who desire to fight and with whom I must contend in this great trial of arms. Suppose you, you call your ch child. Up and he say, "Okay, come take your dinner." 
and the child says uh, mom can mom can i just come and see what's there for dinner what's been cooked so what does it indicate पांडवेडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीडीड
गुड़ा केशन भारत सेनोरभ्योपयथोत्तम संजय सेड ओ डिसेंडेंट ऑफ भरत हैविंग दस बीन अड्रेस्ड बाय अर्जुना लॉर्ड कृष्णा ड्रू अप द फाइन चैरिट इन द मिस्ट ऑफ द आर्मीज ऑफ बोथ पार्टीज नो यहाँ पे जस्ट सी द Uh, words that have been used to describe Krishna and Arjuna. Uh, Krishna has been addressed as Rishikesha, and Arjuna has been addressed as Gudakesha. Now, Rishikesha means the controller of the senses or the master of the senses, and Gudakesha means the one who has conquered sleep or ignorance. They are synonymous because when we are sleeping, we are totally ignorant of the world around us. So, Arjuna is known as Gudakesha, one who has conquered ignorance. सो so, यहाँ से संजय इज ट्राइंग टू इंडिकेट दैट बिकॉज धृतराष्ट्र वॉज गेटिंग स्लाइटली हैप्पियर ओह मे बी अर्जुना इज रिफ्यूज नॉट टू फाइट इज रिफ्यूजिंग टू फाइट ना मे बी इज चेंज हिज माइंड संजय सिंह नो बाबा और मे बी अर्जुना इज केयर्ड सो संजय इज ट्राइंग टू इंडिकेट नो ही इज इन फ्रंट ऑफ ऋषिकेश कृष्णा it is krishna who is making him speak these words and making him act the way he is acting right now because he is controlling his senses completely the more we are surrendered to the lord the more he controls and guides our senses as per his will and arjuna is gudakesh sanjay is telling dhritarashtra he cannot be in ignorance because he is gudakesh he has already conquered sleep he has already conquered ignorance otherwise he wouldn't be standing next to krishna ignorant people impure people can't be next to krishna he is in full knowledge but it is rishikesh who is controlling his mind who is controlling his senses completely therefore he is acting like this so don't think he is acting out of ignorance at this point two more verses bhishma drona pramukhatah bhishma drona sarvesham cha mahikshitam उवाच पार्थ पश्येता भीष्मा द्रोणा एंड ऑल दर चीफ ऑफ द वर्ल्ड लॉर्ड सेट जस्ट बिहोल्ड पार्थ ऑल द कुरूज असेंबल्ड हेयर सो कृष्णा इज वेरी क्लेवर he was asked to take the chariot in the middle of two armies and he takes the chariot right in front of arjuna's two greatest attachments bhishma his grandfather and his guru dronacharya to make him further weak internally because why is krishna doing this he's he's deliberately putting arjuna into illusion so that arjuna could take up the role of an ignorant soul a typical materialist and ask questions on our behalf and so that krishna could answer speak this great wisdom for all time for all time to come to guide people like us because krishna teaches the world through those whom he loves the most it was krishna's will because he had to speak the gita but it was his will that for all time to come because arjuna is very dear to him 
and the Lord always wants to give the credit to his devotees. It was Krishna's will that for all time to come, whenever the Gita would be discussed, Arjuna's name would also be discussed. So he wanted to give eternal fame to Arjuna and he therefore he has put him in illusion. He would make Arjuna ask questions and Krishna would answer for our benefit. And therefore, very cleverly, he brings Arjuna is already feeling weak and then he is going to see Bhishma and Drona. He'll become, uh, he will become, he will be, um, he will be shattered that he has to fight against these people whom, in whose lap he has grown up, who have taught him everything and now he has to kill them or be killed by them. So it will be devastating for Arjuna and he will become weak and then uh, uh, lose his uh, balance and then would inquire, make the right inquiries. And what did Arjuna see? Tatra Pashyatsitan Parthaha Pitrin Atha Pita Mahan Acharyan Matulan Bratrin Putran Pautran Sakim Statha Shasuran Suhridas Chaiva Sena Yorubhayorapi there Arjuna could see within the midst of the armies of both parties his fathers, grandfathers, teachers, maternal uncles, brothers, sons, grandsons, friends and also his fathers-in-law and well-wishers. Now try to visualize this whole scene. Imagine you have been given guns in both your hands and the people you have to shoot are your own family members, your cousins, your fathers-in-law, your um, sons-in-law, your sons, your brothers, uh, your gurus, well-wishers, friends, relatives. How would you feel? And there's no other choice. Either you shoot or you be shot by them. What would be your condition? So try to put yourself in Arjuna's shoes. It was not an easy battle. He had fought many battles before this, but it was the most difficult one. It was going to be the most difficult one. Naturally, any person in his position would become weak. And Arjuna, Krishna wanted that. Because only when a person is uh, feeling weak, sad, disappointed, does he actually become humble and he starts inquiring. Right? When everything is going our way, when we are happy and we are doing things, whatever we want, we are getting accomplished. Who questions? Who bothers? Who cares? So Krishna deliberately puts him in this situation, in illusion, in this weaker situation, weaker position. And now he would inquire. This is like setting up the stage for Krishna to speak the Bhagavad Gita. This is like the background, the Bhumika. Bandi Otherwise, if Krishna started speaking and Gita would begin from that point, we wouldn't understand why Krishna is talking like this. So you have to understand the whole movie. We have to watch the movie from the beginning. And that's what is happening. So we'll stop here at text number 26 from 14 to 26. What we discussed today is the five signs which indicated Pandava's victory. But when everything is set, suddenly Arjuna starts feeling weak by Krishna's will. 
because Krishna has something else in his mind, some other plan. And that is Krishna. You can't understand him so easily. He could have spoken the Gita, he would have spoken the Gita much before also when he was on a picnic with Arjuna many times. But suddenly, that's why it's difficult to understand Krishna. He's, he's bent in three places, he doesn't even stand straight, whatever he wants to do, whatever he does, it's just perfect, but it takes some time to understand. In the middle of the battlefield, who gives a discourse? Only Krishna could. When there is a danger that anybody could shoot an arrow, but that's the moment he decided, no, let's talk. <laughs> I mean, even before the conscience were blown, they could have spoken. But after the conscience are blown and the arrows and the bows are ready, and that's when he decides, okay, let's have a discourse. <laughs> so he has a different ways of doing things. Difficult to understand, but most perfect at the same time. Hare Krishna. So next week we will complete the chapter. Any questions? No, curious to know why uh, Krishna, you know, chose this timing and uh, also the situation that he yeah. created. So in the first um, session we had discussed this. Hmm. Because Gita is not spoken for Arjuna. It has been spoken for people who are living in Kali Yuga, people like us living in the world. And uh, one of the reasons is, one of the d things that we discussed that he chose a battlefield because there could be nothing more important than a situation like this, nothing more urgent and no bigger emergency than this. And in Kali Yuga, people are big, big bahanebas, especially when it comes to spiritual life. Especially when it comes to, if you call people to attend a Gita discourse, uh, hardly anybody would end up coming or even if they come, they will come towards the end, show their face, smile and then leave. Or if people who come in the beginning, they'll come for 10 minutes and they'll leave. You call them for a party, they'll come before time, they'll stay till the end. You'll have to basically push them out of your house and then only they will leave. So the scriptures talk from that perspective that every human being is expected to take their spiritual life seriously along with material accomplishments that makes us uh, a human being. But then there is an excuse, I don't have time. Remember this, we had discussed no time disease. So Krishna is trying to convey a message that even if there is an emergency like this, there is a question of life and death. Still, this message is so important, it cannot be neglected, you have to take time out. In the midst of all the emergencies, all the urgencies, you have to prioritize it. Then only you will come out of, come out of all your confusions and your uh, illusions. That's why he chooses this and uh, especially the setting of the battle is very, very attractive, isn't it? Everybody is, uh, because Mahabharat ka part hai Gita and the whole purpose of writing the Mahabharat was so that when people read Mahabharat, uh, like moral stories hai usme, which are very relatable, humko lagta hai, life story, that's how Mahabharat has been written. So Usme Vyasadeva inserted Gita so that when people read Mahabharata, aise to nahi, but Mahabharata is exciting and bringing us to that most exciting moment, oh, the battle is about to begin, he inserted the Gita because that's the time when people are most attentive also. They are glued. Like I remember when the Mahabharata used to be telecast on uh, TV, Noordarshan, uh, there, there is a newspaper called Punjab Kesari. So every Sunday, this would be telecast at 9. So Punjab Kesari mein subah hi aajata tha news. 
कि आज क्या होने वाला महाभारत में एंड आई रिमेंबर क्लियरली द डे इट वॉज मैंशन दैट टूडे गीता वुड बिगिन आई स्टॉप वॉचिंग मैंने कहा भाषण चलता रहेगा कौन बोर होगा एंड द डे आई रेड और आज से बैटल शुरू होने वाला आई वॉज सो एक्साइटेड ऑल ऑफ अस आर वेरी एक्साइटेड चिल्ड्रन सो ही चूजेज दिस सेटिंग बिकॉज सबसे ज़्यादा अटेंशन इस समय है बैटल फील्ड के बीच में सो वैन पीपल वुड रीड महाभारत दे वुड बी एक्स्ट्रा अटेंटिव एंड देन सडनली वो अटेंशन का कृष्णा इज ट्राइंग टू कैपिटलाइज ऑन दैट एंड ही इज ऑल्सो सेंडिंग अ मैसेज अक्रॉस दैट इवन इफ इट्स एन एमरजेंसी लाइक दिस सच अ सिवियर सिचुएशन इन योर लाइफ स्टिल यू शुड प्रायोरिटाइज दिस मैसेज इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट एंड यू हैव टू टेक टाइम आउट यू हैव टू प्रायोरिटाइज हरे कृष्णा so there is a subtle, subtle Hare message Krishna. for subtle message for all of us in this hari krishna thank you we we'll see you thank next you. next sunday hari krishna hari krishna hari krishna thank you guruji